Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Movie Pollers, episode 15 to be precise. Uh, as always, it's myself, Ryan. No, <laughs> I'm not Ryan. <laughs> I'm not Ryan, I'm Brian. Um, and uh, and Ryan is also with me though. Hello. I just, I just want to be you, Ryan, so much. I've just... I get that. I get it a lot, do you know, actually. Do you know what the problem was there? I was thinking... I was thinking about what I was going to say next instead of what I was saying there. I'm thinking if I could change it. And I did change it, but not how I was <laughs> maybe hoping to do so. How are you doing? Are, are you alright? I know bad. I'm tired. The usual up early on a Saturday morning to do this. So. Oh, don't, sound, don't sound that happy about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't realise it was a burden. <laughs> it's becoming a bit of a burden, I'll, I'll be honest. Is it because yeah. do, do you think we peaked on Thursday with Robbo? Oh, aye. Aye, that's... It's all done for here. Aye. Got all, he got all the laughs, didn't he? He did. Oh, they, the praise. We're the ones putting in the hard hours and he's getting all the... He's just lapping uh, it up. Aye. On that note, um, if anyone's listening and they haven't listened to our movie with friends with Robbo, go check it out. It probably is one of our best podcasts so far. Um, certainly our funniest podcast. Not you also you also get a wee bit of like education <laughs> yeah, through it as well. Yeah. Genuine though, like I never said. I meant to say to him. See the bit when he was talking about Lincoln about the um, making sure the South never like gave up. I never knew that. I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah, he's quite good for that. Your Robo, he's uh, fountain of knowledge. Yes. Um, a bit of an old soul when it comes to these movies. Aye, he is. He's an old soul. Um, anyway, yeah, check that out. It's certainly a good, good listen, good laugh. Um, anyway, Ryan, have you been to see anything at the cinema since last Saturday morning? Um, I've seen at least one film. I can't remember if we if uh, we spoke about three billboards we already. Did. Or, we did. did we? Do? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I went and saw the Greatest Showman in that case. Then. Um, I quite enjoyed it, or I wouldn't say enjoyed it, it's probably too strong a word, but I didn't mind it. Um, there was probably some bits I had issues with, but I didn't generally mind it. Um, Sarah hated it with near enough a passion, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I thought it was I, I, I had no expectations really for it, so I don't know if that was a difference. See, I, I quite like it. I actually really enjoy it. We, we actually went back to see it again last night. We, wanted to just go out and watch a movie but we wanted something easy watching just because I don't know we didn't want to invest in anything so we'd seen that before we went and enjoyed it there was one thing watching it noticing back and I know it's just because like Oscar season's coming up and just like fine details but the I think my understanding between sound editing and sound mixing I think this is a sound mixing issue like the syncing of the sound and uh, images at times was really bad Aye, yeah, I did feel that as well. And uh, yeah. that that bugged me a wee bit, but like, like I said, I really enjoy it. I like I like all the songs and stuff like that. I think it's like it's a it's a it's a, a reasonably fun time. Yeah, um, I would probably agree as well. Like I, it was in particular, it was uh, Michelle Williams, was it? Who was uh, the female lead? Like I found like most times she was singing, it looked like. You could tell it was fake and Rebecca Ferguson as well. Well, Michelle, I think Michelle Williams actually sings, but Rebecca Ferguson doesn't sing. It's not her that sings nah. her song. Um, 
she overacted that singing part as well when she was on stage. I thought like she was Gina or what's her face, the Enchantress kind of moves. <laughs> I've never seen Enchantress. Yeah. So. Oh, Enchantress, Enchantress from Suicide Squad. Oh right, I thought you meant Enchanted. That um, no. is it Enchanted, the one with Amy Adams. Aye, never seen that. Um, what did, did I go see anything last week after we spoke? I don't, I don't remember so. you nah. seeing it, no. No, because we'd went Friday night to the cinema, so no, not seen seen anything at the... Um, I did watch for the first time on Sunday, uh, No Country for Old Men. All right, yeah. I uh, really enjoyed it, actually. It's very intense. Have you seen it? No, I always like look at it, though, because um, Javi Bardem always gets a good write-up oh, for that one, I think. He's amazing in it. I never realised Woody Harrelson was in it, either. Oh, really? Um, excellent. And we, Amelia and me, well, I'd seen it many a times, but Amelia sat down and watched Inception for the first time on Saturday night. Inception? Yeah. Oh. And thoughts? Yeah, she she loved it. She thought it was excellent. She did, she found it a bit confusing at times. Mm-hmm. It is a lot easier to understand when you watch it back. Aye, definitely. Yeah, you, yeah you like, follow moves. Um I think, I think even, I don't know if it's just because I've not seen it for a while, but I felt like even when I was watching it, I was kind of like, like, oh, that makes so much more sense now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, nice. Anyway, let's get on with the show. There's no, hum- right. no humour today, anyone who's listening. We don't Brian, know. has there ever been humour? Sometimes, oh, well, sometimes you your uh, reading of the synopsis of the trailers is quite funny. Thanks. And mine, just reading people's names as well. Well, I think looking at the synopsis for the first film, we're going to have <laughs> a fun time then. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, if not with the film, well, just this will probably be the best thing about the film. In your opinion. Mm. Mm. Uh, right, well, the, the first trailer that we watched then was for Super Troopers 2. So this is directed by J. Chandrashekar. That's the guy. Yep. Um, so it's about five wacky state troopers who must set up a new highway patrol station as United States and Canada dispute the location of the border. So it's starring the director of the same name, Paul Soter and Steve Lem. Brian, your thoughts on this trailer, please? I thought it looked awful. Um, I've not seen Super Troopers, now I... It's, it, in my understanding, it's one of those comedy films that's got like a little bit of a cult following. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but if Super Troopers, the first one, is anything like this, then I don't really have any interest in that either. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand what people would find funny about this at all. Um, like the weird, and it's funny. I mean, I don't know if it's just because, like, do you know the weird fake. French they were doing uh-huh. when they pulled the couple over I find that really annoying <laughs> um, but then I don't know I just thought in my head there do you know how in um, I don't think they actually speak Italian but do you know in um, Tarantino's and Glorious Bastards uh-huh. and, like Brad Pitt and that are doing their Italian Aye. I loved that bit like thought that was genuinely funny so I don't know what it was about this that particular scene in the Super Trooper 2 trailer but I was just like genuinely sighing watching that. I was just like, ah, this looks awful. <laughs> oh well, that's not good, is it? Nah, I'm not really impressed with the trailers at all this week. Oh. I don't mind this one. It's probably 
different for me though because I have saw the first Super Troopers. So is it, is it the same people that are in it? Aye, yeah, Aye. and it's it's the humour like it, it's kind of really stupid humour, but once you get into it, like it's not actually that bad. Um, and I think like with the bit you're talking about with the, them speaking French um, and the whole wee back and forth thing, like that's just a like kind of call back to the first movie because they do this thing where. Like the same meow or cat stuff, I think it is. I can't remember exactly, but it's something like those these guys who are driving about who are high and right. like they're, they're trying to like kind of freak them out and make them think that they're hearing things and just messing with them pretty much because they know that they can. So, um, I I think it's just a kind of play on that whole right. thing. Well, um, I mean, inside joke. I don't get it. So it's... yeah, um, I didn't mind it. Like it, it's again, it's one of these ones. I probably have no real expectation for it, but I think there's going to be a lot of people out there who are excited about it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. probably because, like I said, like I mean, I've heard of Super Troopers for years just because of that. Like, it was a a kill following, and I, I think I remember even when I was sort of at college, just after school, people telling me like when like Blockbusters was still about, like people talking about like renting it for Blockbusters and watching it like loads. So, um, I don't know. It's just. I, I don't know. I don't think I'll watch this this movie. I might give the first one a go if you're saying it's quite good. Oh no, I wouldn't say it's quite good. I just all right. Um, it's all right. As I say, it's just really. It's one of these ones though. You either get the humour or you won't. It's hit or miss. I think so. Right. Um, if you've no interest in really watching it, I wouldn't bother with it. All right, deal. No watching it. <laughs> um. Right, okay, so second trailer then was for Pacific, yeah, Pacific Rim, even. Or was it you called it last week, Specific Rim? Yeah, Specific Rim. <laughs> uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Uh, so this is directed by Stephen DeKnight. Uh, this is his first movie. He's done other stuff that people may have heard of. So uh, episodes of uh, Daredevil and Smallville. Uh, so synopsis for this movie... It has been ten years since the Battle of the Breach, and the oceans are still, but restless. Vindicated by the victory at the Breach, the Jaeger program has evolved into the most powerful global defence force in human history. The PPDC now calls upon the best and brightest to rise up and become the next generation of heroes when a mysterious group of humans create the bio-engineered cyborg kaiju and the new pilotless Jaegers that they use bring back kaiju threat. First into the ex-Yeager pilot, Jake Pentecost, son of late Stacker Pentecost, who is given a chance by his adopted sister, Mako Mori, to unite fail Yeager pilots to prevent humanity's extinction. So this is starring John Boyega, Scott Eastwood, Kaylee Spaney, and Charlie Day. Thoughts? Um, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot more I dislike about this than I like about it. The thing I like about Pacific Rim and and which is when there's action scenes, generally that they're, they're they're pretty good and they're easy to follow. They're not like Transformers, which it's just flashes of color on screen. At times you don't know what's happening, and so I'm looking forward to the the action in it. I don't like how colorful it is. It feels does it is it me or does it look really bright? Um. Well, I quite like look at because uh, I feel like the first one wasn't as bright as that. Like I don't know because when I think of the first one, the fights were kind of at night time, weren't they? Yeah, aye, they're mostly uh, night or kind of dark. 
Yeah, like uh, like the, because of like the violence, like it was like overcast, like with all the dust and all that right around. Like that's when I can think of the first one. Um, so it's a bit too bright. Scott Eastwood's in this, and I've expressed on this uh, this podcast before how much I think he's pretty useless. And he's in the same Jaeger as John Boyega, so that upsets me. So I feel I'm going to have to see him a lot or listen to him a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm definitely going to go see this. It, it's as long as it, you're really, it's really just like a, you're looking at it for the action, really, aren't you? Aye. Um, and there's a, a, enough of a plot in it, but I don't even think John Boyega looked particularly good in it either. Um, and obviously sometimes actors are limited with what they're given to, to do or, or who's directing them or whatever. But, yeah, I'm a bit disappointed. I was kind of excited for this one before it, before we'd started to see trailers and from the trailers that we've seen I'm, I'm not really that that excited anymore that's surprising really um, I, I think I'm the opposite of you I just like no enthusiasm for this at all um, and I was quite annoyed that they were actually doing it because I love the first Pacific Rim like it's so good um, but then as I say, I, I was like quite annoyed that they well, decided to actually do um, a new one of this, and I'd not really seen much for it. But then, um, after watching this trailer, I'm, like I'm actually a wee bit interested now to to see it, and I'm ha- more willing to kind of give it a go. I think um, I like the like the things that you're saying. You didn't like it with it as well, like the, the colours and stuff, because the first one was so dark. So you're getting like a, a kind of better look, all the Jaegers and. Yeah. Um, the, the monster uh, interesting as well we're getting like obviously a bit of Jaeger on Jaeger action so yeah with that one that was like uh, that's not one of us in the trailer aye oh. um, and the Jaegers have got weapons now by looks it so uh, I am actually quite interested in seeing it now so I'm quite surprised at your reaction to it um, they had weapons in the first one the guy had the, one of them had a giant boat as a weapon um, yes, but not self-made, like, what's it, um, oh, what's the main Transformers name, I can't remember. Optimus Prime. Aye, Jesus. Uh, aye, like a big Optimus Prime sword, um, yeah, on them. Yeah, so. it's kind of like, not quite chainsaws, but this sort of similar effect. Aye. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll still go see it. Maybe it's a good thing, because like, when, I remember seeing the trailers for, uh, I nearly said Specific then again, uh, Pacific Rim. That I, I thought it looked garbage and wasn't interested, and then I went to see it. And I was like, "This is pretty good, actually." Like, it, it knows it knew what it was, and uh, Charlie Hummond was in the first one as well. I think it's pretty useless, but uh, yeah, that that fact that's something like to remember as well. Like that, I, I think Charlie Hunnam's like like hopeless as a, a leading actor, and that was still like I loved that film, even though he was in it. That's yeah. that's a credit to it. So hopefully, he can do something. Similar with this one, and my least favorite stuff in the first one was like, do you know all the stuff with him in like the I don't know if you call it the training center or the base camp or whatever, aye, and just him being like generally moody all the time, yeah. So hopefully we won't get as much of this stuff. Although it does look like there's some training going on as well by the trailer. Aye, they always need to do that. That shit. <laughs> uh, there'll, there'll be less swearing on this uh, <laughs> podcast than what we had the other night with Robbo. Ah, uh, that's that's his influence creeping in. Yeah. You know me, I'm not I'm not a swearer, so sorry. <laughs> it's alright. 
He was just dropping F bombs right, left, and centre, <laughs> wasn't he? Right, it was amazing. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so third and final trailer um, is for a movie called Mamma Mia. Here we go again, unfortunately. Um, I like the way so, you said that there. That was a very nice tone. Was it? And that's how it should be. That's how they should advertise it. <laughs> Mamma Mia, here we go again. <laughs> just miserable. Uh, yes, pretty much. Um, right, so the director is... I'm not sure if this is a typo or what, but... It's just oh, real. I thought that's when I was looking at it. I was like, if I made a wee typo there and I went and checked in it, now it's right. So, O.I. Parker? O.L. It is. O.L., right. O.L. Parker. <laughs> Oi, <O>. Parker. Parker. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, right, so... Um, synopsis. As another day dawns on sunny... Callow Carey? Carey? I don't know. Uh, Sophie, now running the Greek villa, greets Tanya and Rosie at the pier and announces to them that she is pregnant. Yay. Um, however, despite being overjoyed, Sophie admits she doubts whether she'll be able to do it by herself without uh, letting her mother know. Tanya and Rosie reassure Sophie, along with Sam, Bill and Harry's help. They, tell, oh, sorry, they begin telling the soon-to-be mother... Uh, the story of how her mother, Donna, made something of her life, all in her um, own despite being underage and pregnant without a mother to guide her, managing the world's first girl power band and running the Greek villa that would soon be the place she would build a home for herself and for her daughter. This is starring Lily James, Dominic Cooper and, like, everybody else in the acting world. Um, so, your thoughts on this one, Brian? Um, Anxiously anticipating it. I think this looks awful. I hated the first one. I, I, I don't understand what everyone likes so much about the first one. Because I don't know anyone who really likes ABBA. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I love ABBA. Get that ABBA album on. Like, I don't know <laughs> anybody who's like that. Like, if you're in the car with somebody, oh, I've got my ABBA Spotify playlist set up. I don't know those these people. But tons of people love this movie. My mum, my mum loves this movie. I don't know if it's that. That's the generation that that like it. But I know, like younger people, Amelia likes it. Likes it. I can't confirm if she loves it or not. But I know she likes it. But it's the same songs. Yeah, it's the same songs that's in the first one. And I'm just like, are people actually going to go see that and just like listen to the same songs that were in the first one? Um. I just think this is just a, like, people like cause, uh, people moan about like I know I know we are sort of apologists for superhero movies, but people moan about there being too many superhero films. Surely this is worse. They're just rehashing the same, the exact same film. Aye, I would Pretty think much. so. I just think it's garbage, and I have no interest in going to see this whatsoever. And it really upsets me that it's actually a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I think I was pretty much thinking the whole well, the same thing the whole way through that trailer. Um, I struggled out like halfway through. I almost chucked it, and I was just going to like <laughs> no bother. But but, that, but like, I mean, that shows you though how bad it is, doesn't it? Like they were like, I'm bored, and this is only two minutes long. Aye, um, I think I think those like as you say, it's not angled towards us, and it will be angled towards the like say our parents or people who like like musicals and singing songs and all that, so um, I, I definitely don't think we are the, the market for it, but 
Um, it looks to be everything that I, would, I hate in a movie is in <laughs> this. So, uh, yeah, but um, I like Lily James. She's in it, so yeah, that, I'm a big that's Lily something. She seemed like she. Dominic Cooper as well. I like. Uh, nah, I'm you not. Like Dominic? Nah, I'm not such a fan. Oh, yeah. Um, but she seems like she's a good enough singer. What about Cher? Sh- what, what about Cher as an actress? She she makes an appearance. Nah. Nah, don't like Cher. Nah. And I know it really don't uh, really bothers me that um, oh, uh, Skarsgård. What's his name? Bill Skarsgård. Is it? Oh, I can't remember what one he oh, is. Right. But why? Um, why does it upset you so much? Just because I like him and he's in it, it really bothers me. <laughs> Colin Farrell in it looks like he's in playing Colin the Fuff. same, uh, Fuff. Fuff even, yeah. he's playing the same type of person. So, nah, pass. Matt, hopefully, there's going to throw us one, and Colin Firth is going to like be like his role in Kingsman and take everybody on the island down. That would be that would be magnificent. Amazing. It would be to the tune of. Whatever ABBA song you want. <laughs> now, there was a few other trailers um, this week that I'd already written all these ones up, or we maybe would have watched these trailers instead. Um, there's one for Status Update, which looks awful. Looks like one of the worst movies ever made. But I'd rather watch that than Mamma Mia. What, is, what was that one? I think I did see that one, but I can't remember. Like, oh, it looks so bad. It's like this guy goes to school, like he goes to a new school. And oh, of, yeah. of course, That's because that. he goes to a new school, he gets bullied, because everyone who goes to a new school gets bullied. And then he meets some guy selling phones or apps or something in a shop, and he's like, download my app, and your life will be better, blah, blah, blah. And yet, whatever he makes in this app, his status update, like, that's what happens. And he becomes, like, the most popular kid in school, and, I don't know, looks awful. He's singing yeah. in the canteen, he's on the Sports teams, he's he's the best at everything. He's all awesome. Looks better than Mamma Mia. Anyway, uh, I, I saw that uh, I saw that one before the Greatest Showman, and I was just sitting there like, "What is this? Like, who's actually going to go and see this shit? Looks so bad." Aye, it does. Um, there's a second trailer for Love Simon. Um, I actually like the look of this film. I I think I'm probably going to go check this out. Um. Did you watch the trailer for The Cured? Nope. Uh, you should have watched it. I asked uh, you to watch it. Did you? I did, I. Oh, alright. Nah, sorry. Um, now, the reason I, I had actually was going to. I watched that before I watched the Mamma Mia one and I was going to do it, but I couldn't find when it was coming out and the only release date I could get was the 9th of September 2017. However, that was when it. That was when it was released at the Toronto International Film Festival. So it's coming out in America in February, but I can't find a UK release date. So I'm not sure if it's been out here yet or not. But I don't. I don't think it has. I've not. I've never seen it at the cinema or anything last year. So I think the release date was just relating to the film festival in Toronto because obviously they show loads at that. That are, are sometimes they show films at that and then they don't come out for like another year. Um, from the show, but basically it's a it's a zombie movie, and Ellen Page is the main character, and she takes in like I think it's like a brother-in-law who was a zombie, but he's now cured. But the problem is, is like they still they still need to feed, 
and they're still like it's like a, a bit that they've got their brain that they've got their their wits back about them. They know what they're doing, and so the the people who are cured they start to get together and they start to like plot how they're going to like attack people and stuff like that. It looks really, really it looks quite interesting. Um, I was just looking there. I found it's saying that um, it's not got a release date for the UK yet, oh, but right. um, it's uh, due for releasing cinemas and on demand in the US in the twenty fourth of February. Yeah. So imagine it be doing about then. Yeah, I don't think it'll be much longer because it was it was in Ireland. It was filmed in Ireland as well. Right. Okay. Um, and I think Ellen Page is the only like American in it. She, I think she plays an American, but everyone else is is like local sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It, I would watch it. it. Looks it looks reasonably decent. Aye, I like my zombie films, so I would um, probably give this a go. My only concern is that it's like the I, I find the first like I think it's only a trailer, but the first like three quarters of the trailer really interesting. The the last wee bit is when it starts to show you more stuff happening, and I have a feeling that's maybe how the film's going to go. Like maybe the first three quarters of it is really good, intense, kind of creepy, and then it might just start getting a bit silly. Yeah. Which some, I don't know, p- people can't end films. So many people. I know. Um, there was a couple of others. There was one, I Kill Giants, um, which is apparently a graphic novel about a wee girl who, I couldn't quite tell from the trailer whether she's the only one who sees the giants and kills them, or it's just that she's the only one who is willing to believe that they're there. And, and basically, a wee girl kills giants. That's what it is. Um probably won't see that one and and then there was one called Hurricane Heist which I've just added on at the end before we come on alright which is uh, these bad guys go to like break into a big secure location and steal like 600 million dollars during a hurricane alright okay anybody decent in it? that Toby is it Toby Keeble? he's in hi yeah He's in it, and which I think he's quite good. I'm surprised he's. I, I was looking at his IMDb when when I saw he was in this, and he's not in much that's good. Which is a, it's a bit of a shame because he like he's really good. And whilst it's not a great movie, I, I do enjoy it. But it's not a great movie. He's in Rock and Roller. I think he's fantastic in that. It's his episode of Black Mirror is one of my favourite episodes. He plays Cobra, in War of the Planet of the Apes. But he's been in some rubbish as well. Aye, uh, has. Um, I think that because all, people always talk about him like in a way of potential and being like one of their favorite actors and all this type of stuff. But then I don't know. I feel like he's he's not quite living up to that. He's making the wrong decisions. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that is which is a shame because he is good. I think is it Maggie Grace? Is that how that's in Taken? Um, right? I think so. Um, she's in it. She's like the lead in it. Yeah, she's in Taken. Aye. Anyway, that's the that's the sort of trailers for today. Um, check them out. They're not, in my opinion, they're not they're not great. Um, remember when like we were doing these podcasts on about like Comic Con and all that? Aye, like all the amazing trailers that were coming out. There's like t- loads. Aye, are they guff now? Yeah. So, on the movie news part of this, we're probably going to spend we're going to spend the movie news part, other than the rundown, talking about Oscar nominations in general. Just our first reactions to them as best as we can. It's a little bit difficult 
for us in the UK because so many of these movies are still to come out now. They will come out before the Oscars, so we should, as long as we've got time, we should get to see them. Uh, but we'll just go over the. We're not going to go all, over all twenty four categories. Just the sort of six main categories: with best picture, best actor, best actress, best supporting actress, best actor, and best director. Um. So first of all, best picture. Um. We have the Shape of Water, uh, Phantom Thread, The Post, Call Me by Your Name, uh, Dunkirk, Churchill, Ladybird, Get Out. Three billboards outside of Missouri. Is there any ones in there that you're happy to see in there? Out of the, out of the things you've seen, and any in there that, that were, there's only nine movies. We can do ten for best picture. Is there anything that you'd have liked to have seen added in there as well? Uh, for me personally, yeah, like, but I, I don't think it would ever make it. But for it would be Logan would be one of. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind just even just getting a mention, even though like there'd be no chance at winning. Like, yeah. Just getting a mention there. Um, but glad to see uh, Get Out um, in there and Dunkirk. I think those two are, are worthy of a nomination. Um, three billboards as well. Surprised to see that there, but um, it's one of the favourites. Really? Aye, but apparently the favourite is Shape of Water, followed Aye. by Three Billboards Outside of Missouri. I would take it. I loved. I loved it. Um, yeah. I, I don't know why, I just felt like it maybe wasn't a movie that would quite make um, an Oscar nomination, but uh, yeah, Shape of Water's one probably I've heard as well that's probably going to take it. Um, I think you said to me yesterday we, we've got that on Tuesday to go and yeah, see. Yeah, Tuesday night at 8 o'clock is a, an early screening. Yeah, so um, yeah, I'm, in, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um Ladybird is another one as well that I've heard a lot about, so again, I'm looking forward to seeing that whenever that comes, but as you, as you said yourself, it's it's hard to say because we've not seen some of these ones, so... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah we've, we've both seen... Well, you've not seen Churchill, I've seen four of them. Um, I, I mean, I would agree with you, I, like, Ch- Churchill's good, and, and I think that it's in the best picture because of Gary Oldman. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe it's just me. I did enjoy the film. Like, I'm I'm not saying that it was a rubbish film and Gary Oldman was excellent. That the film's good, but I think Logan's a better film than Churchill, and that's probably just personal preference on on my part. Um, but yeah, uh, the Shape of Water is the one I'm probably most excited to see out of the ones I haven't. I want to watch all the films before the the Oscars come out, but I, it's going to be such a challenge to watch Phantom. Phantom Fred because I'm just not interested um, at all with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going to see the post today, um, so that's another one down. But yeah, if Evan, if three billboards outside Evan, Missouri won, then I'd be quite happy with that. I mean, I might we might watch Shape of Water on Tuesday and like that more. So who knows? But you're right about Get Out, uh, more so than the Dunkirk film, I think. Um, Nolan's films would maybe you maybe think of a Nolan film being nominated, but like Jordan Peele, a comedy writer, a comedy performer, and then to direct a movie like Get Out and to get nominated for his first ever movie and just the style of movie that is as well. Um, it's may it's maybe not something that would have always been nominated. Then it yeah. deserve it deserves to be as well because it was it was fantastic. They're so early on the year as well. Sometimes, like the movies that are out at the beginning of of the year, are often forgotten about when it comes around to 
sort of Oscar time. Aye, yeah. So that's probably a testament to how how good it is. Can I just check when you're saying Churchill? Are you mean in Darkest Hour? Oh, I saw him. I don't know why I thought it was called Churchill. <laughs> just because there's been like a few Churchill kind of base movies that recently, so I wasn't yeah. sure. If that's... No, yeah, I do mean the Darkest Hour. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I think it's called Churchill. Um, yeah, there's dark... been a few. Yeah. Uh, the 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 Darkest Hour. Yeah, I mean it's good. It's good, but Gary Oldman is is unbelievable in it. Um, so we'll move on to the next one. Uh, best actor. Uh, we've got Daniel Day Lewis, standard. If he's in a film, he generally gets nominated. Uh, Gary Oldman uh, for Dunkirk. Daniel Day Lewis is for Phantom Fred. <laughs> uh, what are you laughing at? Gary Oldman for Dunkirk. <laughs> I did I? Uh, <laughs> oh my days, man. Extended uh, universe. I'm, I'm going to start again. Uh, you can leave this in. I'm not bothered about mistakes like someone on the podcast. Yeah, uh, Robo. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis for Phantom Fred Gary Oldman for The Darkest Hour Denzel Washington for Roman G. Israel Esquire uh, Daniel Kalula, Kaluuya uh, for Get Out and Timothy is it Chalamet or Chalamet? Yeah. Call me by your name just a wee quick uh, thing on that uh, Variety do these things called Actors on Actors where the actors interview themselves and there's one with Daniel Kalula and that Timothy Chalamet it's quite, it's quite a good watch it's about 30 minutes um, if you like stuff like that, I'd, I'd check out. Um, but yeah, are you, are, have you just seen one of these films? Uh, yeah, Aye, yeah, pretty much. I've, I've only seen two. Um, but I mean, in terms of what you know about the movies, and, and like obviously we both listen to movie podcasts and, and watch movie things. Is any anything any expectations or thoughts on on this? I think Gary Oldman's probably going to get this one from what I've heard and the kind of vibes that I'm picking up on. Um, I feel like maybe, again, I, I've got nothing to base this on because I've not saw the, the movies, so I can't really say, but I feel like kind of like Daniel Day-Lewis and Denzel Washington are maybe in there because of the, their names more than anything. Probably more so Denzel Washington, but again, to say yeah. I've not saw the movies, so I can't really say if that's the case or not, but... Um, I feel I, like that's more the, what's happening with him. Maybe. I, I mean, I, I, I'm a big Denzel Washington fan. He's, he's, he's in my top three actors of, of all time in, in terms of who I enjoy watching. I have had no good things about this film, Roman J. Israel Esquire. It's not the ratings for it by critics aren't very good, by fans aren't very good. So I don't know, but you, you may be right there. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis... I think he's a bit like we maybe talk about this with the actors as well. It's like if they're in a film, they're nominated him in Meryl Streep. Yeah. Regardless of how good they're, and I'm not, and I, and I guarantee you, without seeing them, that Daniel Day Lewis and Meryl Streep were both really good in their film that they were in. But I think sometimes they don't have to do much to be nominated. Aye, definitely. Um, great to see Daniel Kaluuya in there. Um, I think just because he's a young British actor as well, which is cool. But Gary Oldman is going to win this. Um, well, maybe not, but I'd be very surprised if if not. Um, potential snub for for um, what's his face? Franco. Oh really? I think there's. Well, I don't know. I don't know when the the voting all happened exactly, or when. 
uh, the cutoff was for stuff, but I think like all the kind of controversy around him has probably hampered him with that. I, um, I, I think I heard someone saying that it came out like the day after, or the, the, right? or the day before that they had to be submitted. So how much could have it ever impacted it? Really, uh-huh. they were saying. But even so, so putting that to the side for for one minute with all the controversy with, with James Franco. It is the disaster art. It's a kind of movie that that film critics or like the the Academy wouldn't see worthy as a as a win, as, as someone who could win for that because it's a it's a strange kind of film because it it, it flirts with the 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 sort of line of like a dramatic uh, a dramatization of, of a story or slash a comedy. Yeah. Uh, it, it, because it's not a full-out comedy by any means, but it's not just a, a drama as well. It, it is it is sort of like walking that line. Um, so I don't know if it's just the style of of the movie that they got a bit, or, or was it the fact that the 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 rumours about James Franco just now are, are they is that is that what stopped them? If so, then then maybe that's right. Well, maybe it's wrong. I don't know. Do you do we? judge the performance by itself or everything that comes along with it yeah um, I, I I think it's personally like I think it's maybe just because of who he is as opposed to who some of these other people are on the list and that's maybe what it is I think maybe some of the people who have been voting maybe haven't necessarily seen the room um, or seen um, the disaster artist um, and it's maybe not something that they would consider as being like a kind of Oscar worthy movie. So I think he's maybe been pushed out. But I would probably, again, for me personally, probably have him on the list just compared to some of the people who's there. So again, see, not seeing the movie, so I can't comment. But yeah. like now, Denzel Washington, I would have, would not have in there, but I would have, maybe have him in instead. Yeah. No, and, and I mean, I don't, I can't say that we'll watch them all, but we're going to do like an Oscar prediction the the Saturday before the Oscars so we'll have a better idea of what we think by then because we'll have we'll, if we've not seen them all we'll have seen more of the movies yeah um, and maybe we'll watch um, I don't really want, I really don't want to see Phantom Fred but I might go watch it uh, and Roman J Israel Esquire and think oh actually these guys deserve to be to be up for for nominations, yeah. Um, anyway, um, best actress uh, we've got Sally Hawkins for Shape of Water, Frances McDormand, three billboards outside Edinburgh, Missouri. How do you say this girl's name? I'm not sure. That's Irish, so just saying an Irish accent. Sure's Ronan. For Ladybird. Uh, Meryl Street for the Post and Margot Robbie for I Tonya. Um, I've only seen one of these films just now, um, just because they're not out. But definitely going to see Shape of War. Definitely going to see I Tonya and Ladybird. Um, and I'm going to see the Post today, so I will have seen all these films by the time it comes out. Now, just from listening to, uh, did you watch the Collider um, special that they've done the Oscar nominations? No. Um, just from listening to them, not, not necessarily just their opinions, what they were talking about in general. Like There seems to be a thing like, I think people are sort of split 50-50 on the whole Meryl Streep being, being at it. I think people are thinking, oh, it's Meryl, Meryl Streep, she's excellent, she deserves to be in there. 
some people are saying that she's in there because uh, because it's Meryl Streep. Like that whole thing where like uh, the Academy, there's there's people. They, one of the things that bugs me about the Oscars and, and the Academy is that you they don't watch all the films. Yeah, which I know is difficult because obviously there's loads of films released in a year. So my worry is that there's some, there's people in the Academy who haven't seen any of those films, but they recognise Meryl Streep's name mm-hmm. and just chuck it in there. Now, and I don't mean that as a disservice because obviously she is excellent, but she was nominated once for Into the Woods. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Like, which, that's just nonsense. Did you see it? Nah, not interested in yeah. seeing it. It was bad. Yeah, it was pretty... Pretty um, bad. Surprised she wasn't nominated for Mamma Mia, the first one. She, <laughs> um, the the moment Frances McDormand is is the the, the runaway favourite. Um, for for that, um, but I'd be happy with. I thought Frances McDormand was excellent in Three Billboards. Um, interested to see Marco Robbie and I Tonya and and Sally Hawkins in The Shape of Water. Um. Yeah. Any thoughts on Best Actress? Yeah, I think this one's a, a, like tighter um, in, in the way of who's going to win it. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm not too sure who will, to be honest, again, because I've no saw enough. I've only saw three billboards here, so I can't really comment too much. But just based on what I've saw from the trailer, I quite like the look, quite like the look of uh, The Last of the Ladybird. Um, and it, she looks like she'll probably give a good performance in... Margot Robbie's Margot Robbie and she's pretty good in most things she's in so um, yeah the girl, the girl from Lady Bird was nominated last year for Brooklyn or was it the year before I think that was the year before maybe um, I haven't watched the trailer for Lady Bird have you not? no and I just because it's so close now I'm just not going to bother I'm just going to it was on something on before something we saw I think it may have been on before three billboards for us oh was it? no wasn't it wasn't it well maybe I just came in late I've not seen it yet. I mean, chances are I'm going to see the post today and like the shape of water on Tuesday. So chances are I might end up seeing it anyway. But I'm not. I'm not going to. If I can avoid it, I'll avoid it because I don't actually know what the film's about. Mm-hmm. I know there's some sort of coming of age, isn't it? Aye. Type film. So, but I'm looking forward to that one. Um, but you're. I like what you said there. You're right in saying that this is probably is a closer. Like, although Francis McDormand is is a clear favourite at the moment in terms of like like critics and bookies and all the rest of it I think this is one where like you could get like a Sally Hawkins or a Margot Robbie or maybe actually any of them except I don't think Meryl Streep will win it I think she's the only one I would rule out yeah probably yeah same um, and she is the she is the least favourite to, to win Um, cool Best Supporting Actor, uh, we've got Sam Rockwell for Free Billboards, Christopher Plummer for All the Money in the World, uh, Richard Jenkins, The Shape of Water, uh, Woody Harrelson, Free Billboards, and Willem Dafoe, The Florida Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only seen one of these films, however, there's two actors from one, so that gives me a little bit of insight in terms of, I think, Patrick Stewart's been snubbed. Yeah, I, think I would so. have had I'd have him in there instead of Woody Harrelson. Aye, and, and Woody Aye. Harrelson's great in free billboards outside Ebon, Missouri. Like it's not generally that I have a problem with him being in there. Now I've not 
not seen all the money in the world. Some sort of people with the opinion that he's in there because of how quickly he had to do that. I think it what was it like six weeks or something, or even less, like a week. I don't know. Like Christopher Plummer, because the movie was due out in six weeks, wasn't it? Ah, yeah. And he goes in and like films all his scenes, and it's in the movie, and so people were like talking about it. It's incredible, like how how quickly a time he did all that. Um, I I've heard that Richard Jenkins is great in in Shape of Water, and Willem Dafoe's excellent in the Florida Project. So fair enough. But for me, Patrick Stewart was had a better performance than than Woody Harrelson had in, in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. And, so to me, that that's that's a clear snub. I I think he deserves a, a nomination for that performance. Aye, I would agree. And for me, he was probably my my favourite um, supporting actor um, of the year. Like for uh, again, out of the list that's there, Sam Rockwell probably wins it for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I would actually probably have Sam Rockwell in in, in Patrick Stewart pretty close. I think even just in episode outside of Missouri, I thought Sam Rockwell was the best thing in that film, and and Frances McDormand's excellent in it. And, and if she won the Oscar, I, I wouldn't have a problem. But I think his character has more of a a journey yeah. in the movie, and and so he gets to display a lot more of his, I guess, his acting ability. And he's always good at... He's, Sam Rockwell's one of my favourite supporting actors in general. Um, I don't know if he's quite a lead. I do like Moon that he's in. He's excellent in that. But even then, he's kind of like two supporting actors. Aye. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, cause he's, for those who don't know, he's, there's clones of him in that film. Um, yeah, so I'd be, I think he's going to win and I'd be happy with it. I think by looking at things, it's between him and, and Willem Dafoe. Aye. I'd quite like to see Willem Dafoe win... Just on a, I like Willem Dafoe. Aye, same. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and so I, 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 Florida Project's been out, but I'm going to try and catch that before the, before the. I'm going to try and watch them for these. See these six categories. Those, those are the ones I'm going to try and watch all of them, except maybe Phantom Fred. I don't know why. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> uh, if I've not made that point clear, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what's his Ellis Faye, Mark Ellis Faye Collider? He's not interested either, does he? <laughs> is it not? No, he's just said it looks garbage. He's just why would he want to watch that? Um, cool. Um, so best supporting actress we've got Leslie Manville, Phantom Fred, uh, Laurie Metcalf, Lady Bird, Octavia Spence, Shape of Water, Alison Janey, I Tonya, and Mary J Blythe, Mudbound. Anything on these? Right. Uh, no, I've not saw one of these movies. So I think I think legally we could only have watched one of them so far. Yeah, Mudbound. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Aye. So that, about it. Yeah, and that's that's like interesting again. Uh, a Netflix movie's getting some recognition. Yeah. Um, I think for what I've heard though, people are saying Octavia Spence is the. Um, oh, see, I heard Alice and Janey. Oh, really. Um, let's have a wee look here. Uh, I've, I've, well, what I'm looking at here is saying Octavia Spence is the least likely to win it. Oh, right, okay. Um, Alice and Janey followed by Laurie Metcalf. Um, I would really like Alice and, I've not, I've not seen any films yet. Uh, but I would like Alice and Janey to win it just on the fact that I really like Alice and Janey. Um, I love her in West Wing, I like her in, uh, Juno, it's just something I really like. Laura, Laura Laurie Metcalf's quite funny because obviously, like, I only know her from Roseanne. Do you remember Roseanne? Uh, vaguely, yeah. 
Like I've never, I can't really. I think I've seen it in a cup like uh, the odd other thing here and there, but I can't think of any movies I've ever seen it in. What about yourself? Mm, no, nah, I can't think of anything I've seen her in. Um, and as I say, because I've no seen any of these films, really, I don't. I can't give any real input for who I think should or could win. Yeah, it's quite quite tough. Um, but yeah, are you planning on seeing many of the movies nominated so far? Um, I will definitely uh, Shape of Water and Ladybird are two that I definitely want to check out. Um, I'm a bit more interested in I, Tonya, um after seeing a trailer for it as well. I think I remember saying to you when we were doing our most anticipated that I was not interested in this at all. But I think I, Tonya and Ladybird come out in the same weekend. I do they? Uh, it's run about that. I think it's some. It's quite a. If I remember correctly, it's like Black Panther comes out on the thirteenth, and then, um, I Tonya comes out and Ladybird. If I if I remember right. Okay. Which would be quite a, a nice triple bill. Yes, very much so. Sandwich Black Panther in the middle there just for a wee bit of <laughs> like to ease all the tension. <laughs> I imagine that to be pretty intense watching all those those films back to back. No. Um I like I like January and February though, I think it's good with all the the Oscar oh, Shape of Water that comes out on the and Lady Bird together. Right. Uh, we will, and then I Tonya's out the week after. Well, we have seen Shape of Water by then. Aye. Maybe it'll be brilliant. We want to see it again. Um, so the last category we're going to discuss is uh, Best Director. Uh, uh, Gilmer, Gil, Guillermo, Guillermo. 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 No, it's really upsetting about that. I started Spanish lessons <laughs> this week on Monday there. So I need to keep going. True story, Monday nights. What's oh, there? Hola. Hola. <laughs> Come estas? <laughs> De donde eres? See? I'm amazing. Um, can I say Guillermo? Guillermo, Del Toro, Shape of Water, uh, Greta Gerwig, Ladybird, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, Phantom Fred, Jordan Peele, Get Out, and Christopher Nolan, Dunkirk. I, I'm just going to say, like, I mean, Maybe other than Shape of Water. For me, I don't know if anything will beat Dunkirk for me personally. I don't think it's a favourite. I think it might be Del Toro that's that's the favourite. But I just love the way that movie was directed. I think Del, Del Toro's favourite and Nolan's second favourite. But just the way... I mean, everything, the cinematography, the way that the, the, the score fitted in with the... The 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 movie the use of time in it I just love Dunkirk and the, and the way it was shot and so that for me personally I would I, that's what I want to win. Um, it's one of those films where like, well, this was maybe sounds silly but I think you understand but like, as much as you enjoy the actual film but you 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 enjoy the directing part of it as well. I think of movies like like Damien Chazelle's movies like Whiplash and, and La La Land. As much as you enjoy the story, like the just the way everything looks and is shot as well is is what you enjoy. Um, does that make sense? Aye, yeah. And, you... and like, uh, well, I think I don't know. If you, I don't think you've seen it, but Birdman as well. Aye, I saw that. I like. Do you know what I mean? It, it's just like it. It, it looks great and just it, like. 
I really noticed the directing in these films, and, and Dunkirk's another one where I, I felt like I really noticed the directing of it and, and, and really enjoyed it. So personally, I would I would like that to to win. Yeah. I might change, change my mind. Hi, I think um, from what I've heard, um, Shape of Water is the kind of standout or the favourite for it. Um, but yeah, like personally, I would want um, Dunkirk or Get Out to win it. Um, Dunkirk for all the reasons you've said like I think it's probably like in a technical sense it's the best directed movie um, out of them all um, but then just listening to what you were saying earlier on about Get Out um, and about Jordan Peele like I think that this is like for a first time director who's a guy who's known from comedy primarily to come in and do like a horror thriller movie yeah. um, and make it be so good was like a, a real kind of achievement so um and then given obviously like the kind of subject matter and all the rest of it it's it's like for for a lot of people it's quite an important film so yeah definitely um i i, I would any of those two i would be happy with um so yeah i, I would really like them but i feel like I, I feel like from what the stuff i've kind of read about it is like dunkirk's really just in there just because it's christopher nolan but um, this is his first nomination, isn't it? He's yeah, not... I think so. Which is which is crazy. Yeah, like like I, I know I... people. I know like people can like take it or leave it, but see for me, like Interstellar is a movie that I think is like such an ambitious movie, and I feel like yeah. it's just done things like challenged no. people like way that other people or other movies haven't. So and and, and obviously spoke about it. Like I think. From speaking to people I know who have seen it, I know people who had a problem with the last part, with the whole fourth dimension stuff, uh-huh. and the fact that like Matthew McConaughey was then like sending messages to his daughter, spoilers guys, like from a fourth dimension to the room that she grew up in and stuff like that. And people were just like, "Nah, you've lost me." Yeah, and then that contained that contained the rest of the movie for some people. And whilst whilst I didn't l- love it, that part of the movie. As much as I like the other parts, I didn't have a problem with it. It didn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't put me off. But no, you're right. Interstellar, especially the first, first half, first three quarters is. There's a bit in it. One of my favorite scenes is is another bit with the explosion with Matt Damon, because we saw it at the IMAX, and it was um, like like he's inside the space spaceship or craft or whatever, and it's dead loud, and then it shows you a shot from outside, and it's completely quiet. Aye. Aye. I love I love that scene and there's no better place to to watch that than at the IMAX. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I mean, but Nolan's I I, I understand to an extent why Nolan because he he is always sort of pushing boundaries a little bit with his movie making and it's like what Robo said like with the whole physics things he 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 does like he he has a challenging watch. Aye, like even Dunkirk like it's 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 challenging. Yeah, so but I enjoy that though. I, I enjoy that. Like I like the fact that I have to, as I've said before, like participate and join in, sort of thing. Um, should we move on to the rundown? Let's do because I think we're like nearly at an hour now. It's all right. We'll not be as long as Robo still. No. Um, okay, so quickly go through this. Um, we've had the first image of Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is attached to Clue, or as we would know it as Cluedo. Uh, new Robocop sequel in the works is apparently going to be a continuation from the first movie. Um, 
so I don't know what that's about. Uh, Cloverfield sequel, The God Particle, could go straight to Netflix. Um, there's a new Cat in the Hat animated movie is being planned. Um, images of Alicia Vikander and Wim, Wim Wenders' uh, latest movie, Submergence. Just a, a wee quick synopsis on that. Um Basically, this is from the book. It says, In a room with no windows on the eastern coast of Africa, an Englishman, James Moore, is held captive by a jihadist uh, fighters uh, thousands of miles away in Greenland Sea. Daniel Fenders prepares to dive in a submersive... Uh, uh, oh, I've lost myself. In a submersive to the ocean floor. Uh, in their confines, they are drawn, drawn back to Christmas of the previous year where a chance encounter on a beach in France led to an intense and enduring romance. So there you go, anyway. Uh, Mission Impossible 6 is officially named Fallout. Uh, Sky confirms plans to create and release original films. I think there's going to be one in March, an animation film about monsters. Uh, Charlie Kaufman uh, is to write and direct a new movie for Netflix. Casey Affleck has withdrawn from presenting the Best uh, Actress in nomination. Uh, Black Panther is tracking a hundred to hundred and twenty million in its opening weekend. Um, Steven Spielberg has begun casting for his latest movie, which is a remake of West Side Story. Uh, Detective Pikachu has begun principal photography. Uh, Kamal Ninjani, uh, this should be a bit of fun news. Uh, lost a bet with Edgar Wright that his movie would get nominated for best uh, original screenplay, and he had to eat a bowl of Brussels sprouts. And they were posting pictures all the night. And released this week, we've got 12 Strong, Early Man, and Last Flag Flying. Anything that stands out to you, Ryan? Uh, yeah, so obviously, I think probably just off the top, the um, Captain Marvel picture um, has a lot of people like up in arms and pure flapping over nothing, I think. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the I fact like, that. I love the two kind of responses you get as well, like the people like. Why should we wear the green and blue suit? She should be, it should be like blue, red, and yellow, blah blah blah. And then other people are like, yeah, but actually, that's the Creed colours, and like proper. It's quite good watching them all argue. Aye, <laughs> uh, aye. Um, good to like finally see something from that though. So, uh, yeah, I quite like that. Um, it's obviously it's going to be something like that where it's she's going to earn the colours or whatever, like some yeah, yeah. rubbish like that. Um, what else? The Cloverfield. I'm a fan of the Cloverfield stuff, so uh, happy to see that that's been picked up somewhere. Because um, I think it was just kept getting pushed back and then eventually dropped altogether. So good to see that that's been picked up. Um, and yeah, I suppose that the Sky News is quite interesting. The fact that they're doing that now as well, trying to follow in the footsteps of like so, um, Netflix, Netflix and um, Amazon, Amazon, yeah. What's also interesting as well, obviously, is the fact that now Disney owns Sky. Well, not quite yet. No, well, uh, the Fox deal is not went through. Um, it's apparently, I don't know if it's still ongoing, but the like Fox don't. Uh, they've not been. It's not been given the go ahead for the takeover of Sky. So I, I don't know what. I thought Sky was part of it. No, so um, Rupert Murdoch owns Sky. Um, and obviously owns Fox, and I think they were trying to do like a kind of merger or a takeover. But apparently, um, the whoever like oversees these type of deals in the UK said that um, 
it's it, what was it? It's essentially creating a monopoly over the news. Um, so I think it's been put on hold just now, from what I read. Just the sky side of things, or the whole thing? Uh, the sky side of things, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so I'm still getting the X Men and my Marvel movies. Ah, yeah, you're still uh, getting all that. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Uh, nah, the movie's coming out this week. I've not really bothered about um, as much like Chris Hemsworth. I don't like him with an American accent, so I'm not looking forward to Twelve Strong. Did you see? I've not actually seen it, but did you see the stuff for uh, the new Dundee movie? Crocodile it's, Dundee. It's not a movie, is it not? See, I thought no. I'd read something like that, but I've it's seen a Super Bowl ad to get people to visit Australia. See, I'm sure I saw something yesterday with Chris Hemsworth saying it was. Like an actual thing, but obviously not. I don't think it is. My understanding is it's like a Super Bowl ad to get people to visit down under. I know I, I was quite because uh, I nearly added it into the show. It was a teaser, so I nearly put it into the show notes to like discuss. But then I realised it's it's not. Um, for me, I'm the same as you, Brie Larson with Captain Marvel, and I saw people complaining like the suit looks like. A bit, not even necessarily the colours, like the fact that it looks like a TV show. And, and it kind of does a bit, but one of the problems I don't have about this, this film's set in the 90s. Yeah. So it has to look a bit, it's like almost cheaper and not as crisp as the ones we've got now because, because of that, at least in my opinion. Um, excuse me. Um, Cloverfield, yeah, I think it's interesting that I like I like the the second one. I'm not a big fan of the ending of the second one, but I did like the 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 second one. And talking about Oscars, I feel like John Goodman was snubbed for an Oscar for for Ten Cloverfield Lane. Um, I don't know who he was up against in supporting roles that year, but I thought he was unbelievable in that movie. Um, but I find it interesting. It's going to Netflix. I don't know if that's a if especially because you were saying last week how it's been pushed back. If that's a positive or a negative, um, I mean, yeah, it's not much like Mission Impossible Six. I don't really care what it's called. I'll go see it. Um, did you see him on Graham Norton and they showed you the footage of him breaking his ankle? His nah, leg? didn't see that. No, and I actually showed you it from a different angle where you saw like his foot bend right back. It's quite um, quite nasty looking. Anyway, and then Black Panther as well. Obviously, we spoke about it last week about how it was predicted to to make loads of opening, like pre sales and all the rest of it. So, just kind of excited that that still seems to be the case. But yeah, in terms of the movies coming out, if I if I have time and we get a spare evening or whatever, I'll probably go see Last Flag Flying. But I'm not not desperate to get to see it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so moving on, countdown to Infinity War. This week we have um, Iron Man 3. Your thoughts on Iron Man 3, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a, a kind of nice close to a trilogy. Um, I'm trying to remember, um, to be honest with you, the overall story, because it's been a while since I watched it. Um Probably say it's for me why it's kind of so low down in the list, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, and I can't, what happened to be Pepper in this? Did she end up getting superpowers, or did she, she cure to them, or what actually happened with her? Yeah, she. 
I don't remember. That's what I was trying to think. I couldn't remember if she got superpowers or she used the armor, or she de- she definitely gets superpowers because she helped save Tony Stark at the end, didn't she? Aye. Um. Yeah, this one's that. This one's for me is just it's sort of. I do like it. I like parts of it. I like the sort of. I don't think I think a lot of people don't like this, but I like this fact that Tony's got like PTSD. Aye, I like that. Yeah. And, and just the whole, like, and it was probably, like, we maybe didn't realise it, but, like, thinking about different things to add into Marvel movies at this time, like, that was something I wouldn't have thought we'd have seen. At that time, I wouldn't have thought that's something we'd have, we would have seen in, in a Marvel movie, like, the consequences of of the the actions that he's been involved in. And, that, and that's something he struggled with in the other movies as well. Aye. Especially Civil War, I think you see that sort of struggle coming back to him and probably why he's so like intent on being on the side that he, he is for that. Um, you obviously got to see a lot more of his his uh, sort of armour in this with all the all, like all the what was it is it what's it called? The iron that you when they all come at the end? I um I can't remember. Um Lots of people were not happy with the Mandarin in this this one. It didn't yeah. actually bother me. Aye, no, it didn't, didn't really bother me as well. Um, I think because they were trying something, they were trying to like keep you guessing and not like just do the kind of typical here's a big bad guy type thing, and they were trying to do like the whole kind of sleight yeah. of hand type stuff. Um, I, I enjoyed this. Like my favorite bit was probably the bit you're talking about when. All the the different like suits up here and yeah, it's good action. It's good, it's good action scene. Yeah, the, is on some sort of rig in the water in it at the end and aye, um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty pretty good action scene. Um, especially when the spits where he like jumps between suits as well, which is pretty pretty good. But yeah, it's, it's decent. Like I said, from from next week onwards, this is where I start to. I, I, my memory serves right. I'm, not sure that you're the biggest fan of next week's movie, but for me, from now from then on, I pretty much really like all the films. Uh, aye, um, yeah, I would uh, probably tend to agree from from that. These ones are like the next, or this one and the next one are my kind of middle of the road ones, and then yeah, after that, everything else is like like proper up there for me is some of my favourite films so yeah definitely Um, cool we've got some Twitter questions that we'll get through reasonably quickly Um, especially the first one so I do apologise at Rachel Varagis says why didn't the Florida Project get nominated for best picture answer because life is unfair life is unfair Rachel so I don't know why it never got nominated I've yet to see it I will it is one I'm planning on watching before the Oscars Um. And I've heard only good things about it. And obviously, uh, somewhat good with Willem Dafoe being nominated. Um, I think people maybe be upset as well because you can get 10 pictures nominated. Aye. But there's some sort of algorithm or something that determines how many are nominated. It's not just as simple as nominating 10 pictures, my understanding anyway. Do you have any thoughts on Florida Project? Uh, yeah, same as you. It's something I, I would like to see. Whether or not I'll get around to seeing it, I don't know, but it's definitely something I'd like to see. Um, I, I, I go off of like 
a lot of what people in Clyder say um, about movies and Schnepp is somebody who's always banging on about this and saying it's amazing. Um, so because of like him talking about it, I do really want to see it, but it's just one of these ones. That I, I know, I know myself that I probably wouldn't watch, but I, I would like to watch it. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's a kind of difficult one for myself. Cool. But then, um, but just saying that, sorry, just thinking, just looking like obviously at the best pictures who, who are there, like, would you, based on what you know about it, would you have that in there instead of Phantom Thread, for example, or? Yeah, yeah uh, I've not seen either of them, but just going by the trailers for me, like, I just think the Phantom Thread looks boring, man. Like, and 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 that's Daniel Day-Lewis, and, and like, I mean, there will be blood, I'm sure, I've never watched that film again in my life, and it, and it's it's very slow, and it's you're just sort of sitting there like, man, I feel like I've I've been here my whole life. But Daniel Dave Lewis is very good at you sort of just for me anyway. When I watch him, I'm just like, man, this guy's incredible. I, I can't take my eyes off him. Like, have you seen There Will Be Blood? Eh, uh, no. Like the first fifteen minutes, nobody talks. It's just him digging wells, <laughs> oil wells, and you're just sort of like. And you're like, how can someone do that so long acting? Like, and so, I'm sure it'll be like that. I'm sure it'll, it'll be, it'll be the acting will be great. But I just think, it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's the content of it as well. The fact that it's like, he's a designer, isn't he? Like, it's a, a design stresses and stuff like that. So I don't know if that's what my. That's I not think so. Not something I'm particularly interested in. But yeah, I think Florida, it Florida Project, I like the look of the trailer when I saw it anyway, and, and you're right, like, Snip does go on about it a lot, and, and I think the guys in general all seem to enjoy it, so um, it's something I would like to watch. But, but Rachel, you're, you're probably like, life's unfair, we can't, all our favourite movies can't be nominated. Yeah, unfortunately. Or else Logan would have been nominated, and me and Ryan would have been happy. Very much so. Very much so. Um, next question, at Mick. Uh, underscore K86 favourite movie cameo I'll let you guys decide what qualifies as a cameo any any cameos come to mind well um, I'm trying to think offhand here because I've not actually done any thought about this one um, probably straight off the bat <clears throat> he's actually he makes a couple cameos that I quite enjoy but I'd probably say Matt Damon for yeah Thor and then in Interstellar. Hey, well, that's not a cameo, really, is it? I suppose no. Well, I think so because you never knew he was in it. Yeah, at least I, I never knew he was in it until I saw it. I don't remember, and and that was at a point where I was watching like I was watching like movie talk and, and listening to movie pod, podcasts a lot back then. Still, like, I'd been doing it for a while. And I don't remember anyone telling me that Matt Damon was in that film. Aye, same. Aye, it was totally. And that that can work sometimes, and it can some like for for thought it worked, but I think to an extent for maybe like the like Interstellar it didn't work because it catches you so off guard that it takes you out the film a wee bit. Are you like, oh, that's Matt Damon? That's Matt Damon in that Aye. box. Aye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thor the Thor one is brilliant. Sorry, spoilers for guys who've not seen it now, but like. It's just a cameo, and it, it has nothing to do with the plot or anything like that. It it doesn't it doesn't move the movie along at all. But it's just it's just a great wee cameo, and obviously Sam Neill's in that that one as well, and Hemsworth's brother, which isn't as great as good for me. But like the Sam Neill and, and Matt Damon is is excellent in that. 
It was yeah. also in Euro Trip at the end of Euro Trip. Was it? Hi, have you ever seen Euro Trip? Aye, uh, like ages ago though. No, like they're at a party at the end. And there's a band playing. He's uh-huh. like the he's like the lead singer in the band. Like uh-huh. that Scotty doesn't know or something like that. The song's called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Aye. Um, any any other? Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Bill Murray from Zombieland. Zombieland. Yeah, such a good wee like appearance. Yeah, that is. It's probably maybe my favourite one, the one in Zombieland. Uh, just because they're like, reacting Ghostbusters and stuff as well. Um, really good. I've got a few, um, a few, oh, oh, a few superhero ones, and one that's like one of the best cameos in my opinion is Samuel Jackson in Iron Man. Yeah. Just because of what what we got off the back of that. I uh, also had the Bill Murray one. Uh, Christopher Walken in Pulp Fiction. Uh, oh, aye, the, sto- yeah. the story about the watch. Yeah. Um. Uh, Kate Blanchett and Peter Jackson in Hot Fuzz. Um. Peter Jackson Santa Claus in Hot Fuzz. Is he? Now Santa stabs him in the hand. Oh, right. I, I yeah, don't remember that. Peter, Peter Jackson, which also made me remember that like, Chris Martin's in Shaun of the Dead as well. Aye, aye. As a zombie, Andy, I'm sure he's on the TV as well, isn't he? Like, after yeah. talking about it, they're doing like a zombie appeal or something. Zombie editors. <laughs> um, Vanilla Ice and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> <laughs> Love that film. That is one of my... Now, we always ask the question about childhood favourites on Movie Friends. That is one of my childhood favourites. Love it. Um, Hugh Jackman and X-Men First Class. Yeah, uh, that's a good shout, yeah. Uh, a really good wee cameo but I don't think we can talk about cameos and not talk about Stan Lee yeah the king he is the the ultimate the ultimate uh, cameo person but uh, the one you picked the, the Bill Murray in Zombieland is is uh, one that uh, I wasn't expecting and, and I guess like it is similar to the Matt Damon thing because you don't know he's in it and you're like oh there's Bill Murray but I think the style of movie that Zombieland is allows that and the fact that he was playing himself as well aye it's just a great what 10 minutes is it 10 if you're lucky that he's in it it's just and obviously how he is no longer in it I think it's just a a great wee camera probably is my my favourite Um, and then Amelia has asked um, who should Spielberg cast as Tony and Maria in the remake of West Side Story no idea. I don't know. I've never seen it. No care for seeing it, so... Nah. So, my, I've not seen West Side Story either, but my understanding of West Side Story is is kind of like Romeo and Juliet. I don't know if they kill each other. They, they both die, but I think it's like they're from separate sides of town. I think Maria's in a gang. I want to say the Sharks or the Jets. I think it's the Sharks and the Jets, but I don't know who's who. And she's like Puerto Rican and Tony's like white. And another, but they fall in love, and so it's a musical. Like who? Who do you think could be in a musical? My, see, my first thing is Ryan Gosling, <laughs> like because I know he can do a musical, and I feel like if he's a lead in a gang, I think he could do that as well. Um, I don't really know enough sort of Hispanic actresses to 
not not because I, I imagine it's going to be a younger one. Obviously, there's some some older actresses, but I, I wouldn't know who to put in it. I said Ryan Gosling's maybe even too old as well. What, was he like his late thirties? Uh, yeah, I think something like that. Aye, I would imagine it's a maybe slightly younger sort of. Maybe oh. maybe I know for instance that Miles Taylor and Emma Watson were originally wanted for La La Land, so maybe Miles Taylor is someone who would be. Who could be in it? Mm-hmm. Well, so is is that what it is? Is it like um, a Hispanic person and white person? Is it the story? Like, yeah, is it- yeah, and they're they're both like I think Maria's brother is like the 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 the, the main guy in the gang that the Puerto Rican gang. Well, and for then- for like the for that side of things, then I would say probably a. a- Somebody I would throw in the hat because um, I quite liked her was the woman from Baby Driver, who was like John Hams. But I think was she not like? Oh um, yeah. Um, what's her name? Let's just get that. I don't think you'd be able to pronounce it. I'm sure I've looked up before. Uh, yeah. Well, her surname's Gonzalez. Isa Isa Gonzalez. Aye. Isa. <laughs> well, it's E I Z A. Right, no, no. Isa. <laughs> she's, she's going to be an elite battle angel as well. Is she? Yeah, she's only 27 as well, so that's probably the sort of age range they're going to be looking at, I'd imagine. I'm sure she's going to play like a 19-year-old like they always do, but yeah. um, that's a good show, actually. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Maybe maybe we'll get old Ansel in there as well. He can sing That'd a bit. Good. Yeah. And then, like, so maybe that's a good shout. Just get the cast of Baby Driver in there. <laughs> um, I would actually be okay with the two, two of them, actually. I would, but then at the same time, I feel like she seems like she's older than him. So, like, just based on like Baby Driver, really, like he he seems like he is like I mean, baby face guy, and um, she seems like she's an experienced woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> she's she's a, she's four years older than him. Is she? Uh, but yeah, I mean, God, I'd be alright if the cast Gosling. I like, I like, I like oh, right. Ryan. Um, so Amelia, you can tell us who they should cast. You have a better idea of that than we do. Um, but I think that's us for this week, is it? I believe so. Cool. I'm gonna go see the post. What are you doing today? Take a wild guess. I'm working. Oh. I'm working again. Boring. Always bloody working. Aye. Oh, I'm sorry, pal. So apparently it's going to be busy because it's like the first payday after Christmas. So we're expecting Smashing. wild things tonight. I'm coming up up that end area to to cause havoc to make your night busier. Lovely. I'm play chapter runaway, eggs and Wendy's and stuff. Just phone is nine 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 and just hang out and you know just see what's happening. Guys, we do not advocate just dialing nine nine nine. No, but people do it anyway because they're all stupid idiots. <laughs> Every single one of them. Aye, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, um, so you can follow us on Twitter at MoviePodders and Instagram at MoviePodders and uh, you can follow us on the Stardust app as well. Anything you would like to say to the lovely people, Ryan? Nah, not today. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.